0: Hello and welcome to Nebraska Prep Zone Report, a podcast from the World Herald. We are rolling and sponsored by MD West 1, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me on my right, Mike Soder. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm good. I'm great. Great day. Today is Pi Day in the office, so we're going to
1: record There's this podcast. Today? Yes. Pi oh. Yes. Do you not get emails? I do. That's it's all right. I, wasn't, I guess I just didn't pay attention.
0: Yeah, you don't. It's good. Ca- I'm going to eat some pie. I like pie. Oh, I thought you didn't care about pie. You only cared about basketball. So let's get right <laughs> into it. Bellevue West, we got some double games for them to talk about last night. Double at, games? Multiple games. Multiple. Okay. Thank you, Sodder. <laughs> they were at Omaha Central last night, and they also played against Creighton Prep on Saturday. Mm hmm. Both those games played out very similarly. Big, for, big fourth quarter for the Thunderbirds, mm-hmm. and they earned wins in both of them. Their January gauntlet, as Stu Pospis will put it, is over, and they survived it.
1: Yes. Um, they still have a big game at the end of the season with um, Miller North coming up in that Miller North gauntlet of games at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Tuesday night, Chucky was phenomenal. Um it, no other really way to say it. Him and uh, Latrell Reitzel Jr. both were, were great, had big nights. Um, the, the key factor in that game was Bellevue West got to the free throw line 33 times and made 27 free throws. Uh, Mid-third quarter, Central went up by 12 on with an eight-point solo run by sophomore P.J. Davis, followed by a two by Frankie Fiddler followed by another eight-point run by Latrell Reitzel Jr., and um, really it looked like the game was over. And then Central just couldn't score um, in the fourth quarter. They scored eight. I think the I think WS outscored them 24-8 to eight or something in the fourth, and Latrell Reitzel Jr. had seven of those eight. Um, so other guys needed to make shots, and they didn't. It, they were making good plays and get to the rim and stuff like that. They, they're, like, taking good shots, they just – couldn't go in, so uh, no big concern for Central. But Bellevue yeah. West, those last two games for them, pretty huge. Yeah, um, Hepburn,
0: Hepburn had 12 of his 24 in the fourth quarter against Central, right? And then the fourth quarter theme continue. Or, you know, was it evident against Creighton Prep as well? A 25 to nine fourth quarter,
1: right? It just kind of and the depth has kind of showed up. I said, uh, you know, earlier in January, I, I I remembered talking to a few people and said. Uh, you know Bellevue West needs more from Frankie Fiddler and John Shanklin, um, and they've gotten it the last mm-hmm. couple of games. Frankie had 19 against Central, um, really nice game. And against uh, Prep on Friday night, he didn't score a ton, uh, but he made some great passes. Showed all of his skill set, uh, and just a junior, he's he's got a pretty bright future. I think he definitely projects. You know he has an offer from uh, Nebraska Omaha. And he definitely projects to a Division One player with, without question. I think at this point,
0: we're going to jump around a little bit. Staying Tuesday night, Lincoln Pius the tenth at Omaha Scott, both boys and girls games. Uh, girls wasn't as close. Alexis yeah. Markowski had twenty-seven to lead Pius.
1: I think that was the margin of victory. Actually. Felt like it. It was a lot. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: double digits. Um, and then on the boys' side, Tyson Gordon, 26 points, 7 rebounds, helps the Skyhawks beat Pius, which some people kind of feel like that's a bit of an upset. Class B over Class A. Both those teams are pretty evenly matched, though. Luke Scar added 15 for Scott. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Luke Scar. So um, – I used to call him left-hand Luke because all he would do is just shoot with his left hand. Everything was with his left hand around the rim. And now he's developed. He's developed. Credit to him. He's developed his game. He's gotten a lot better, can use both hands. He's playing really well, having a nice season for Scott. Exactly what they need. They need some sort of a post presence to go with Charlie Fletcher and Tyson Gordon. Um, and they're getting that from Luke. So credit to him. He's, he's had a nice um, year so far. And looks to be just kind of developing and increasing his role as, as it goes on. It's a pretty big win. I would say for Scott, you know, Pius is good. They've had the last week's been a little dicey for them. They lost Mm -hmm. to Carney, almost lost to Norfolk, then lose to Scott. They're still pretty good. Um, you know, no reason for them to be overlooked by anyone, I would say, but that win by Scott is huge. Um, You know, Tyson's a winner and loves big moments like that, and and he's done that on the football field and basketball court his entire high school career, and he did that again last night with 26 points and seven rebounds. I mean, it's pretty awesome.
0: So bouncing back to Pius for a second here, you're talking about their tough stretch. Earlier this season, I know you don't do team ratings, but earlier this season they were a top three team in the state. Do you think they've kind of fallen down off of that? Do you think that this rough stretch – takes them out of that consideration top Yeah, from I mean, I, st- tier. I,
1: I still think they're in the top 10. I, I don't think that they're in that top, you know, four or five. Mm-hmm. I, and I, at the beginning of the year, I didn't put them in there. And, and, yeah, they were undefeated at one point, and Stu had them ranked number one. And, you know, I thought that was – at that point, I think we even talked here, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was probably a little aggressive. Um, but, it, you know, they're definitely a team that can make the state tournament, I think, one of the eight. Um, they're in that conversation. Um for sure. Uh districts and the way those seeds play out mm-hmm. with wildcard points is gonna be phenomenal because you're gonna have really good matchups. Two two three team, you know, seeds teams that are seeded two or three are yeah. gonna be those games are gonna be awesome. The three um, seed
0: could be a more uh considered a more quote unquote talented team right. than the one seed.
1: Right. That that's totally could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we'll see when it gets closer and how those shake out. I mean, yeah, in Pius, the coming, Pius could be a two seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or uh, Omaha Westside could be a two, or um, you know, I don't think Bellevue West or Central will be in that mix. South won't be probably in the mix, but Prep is a dangerous team. If yep. they're if they're a two, they still could be a one. You know, yeah. I mean, all there's so much more basketball to be played in the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, in the
0: coming weeks, we'll have to either this week or next, we'll have to do a wild card update right. to see to shake out where these teams stand, who could move up, who could move down. Right. A um, couple other games to talk about here. And I was at both of these Millard North against Westside. This was going back to last Thursday. Mm-hmm. So a little bit further back, but I think that there's still some stuff to draw from those. On the girls' side, um, sophomore Adriana De Prima. Sorry if I mispronounced mm-hmm. that, let all scores was sixteen points, helped West Side pull away from Miller North in the fourth quarter. That was a that was a really chippy game. The second quarter, I think there was a total of eight points scored. Yeah. It was it was an ugly first half. The second half, West Side kind of got out and ran a little bit. Um, Ella Wiedergren was huge for the Warriors and it just seemed like Miller North never really got into a flow offensively.
1: Right. I would, Ella had a a great game and we're going to talk about the prep classic, but she had a great game, um, on Saturday too, in the Nebraska prep classic and their win there against Papillion. But, um, she's a really good player, probably one that gets overlooked a lot, I think by most observers, including myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and she's, she's really good. And, um, West Side again is a dangerous team. So is Miller norris In that mix too. Now, like they're not, they lose. I think they have five, six losses. They're they're still yeah. really good. They have a huge game this weekend with Miller South. But um, and Westside, as long as Steve Clark is the coach, I I bet on West Side a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, he has a really good system. Yeah. and he knows what he's doing. Right, and they're they're very good. So, um, anyway,
0: yeah. Um and then on the boys side, one thing one thing to circle back to there. Um we had talked about in previous weeks how zone defense has kind of discombobulated the mm-hmm. Mustangs. The West Side used at times a 3-2 zone, a 2-3 zone, kind mm-hmm. of a matchup zone to force the ball out of Hunter sals's hands. Mm-hmm. And the Mustangs had an answer to it. They got it into the middle. Jason Green, who finished with 18, mm-hmm. and St. Thomas finished with 14. They were able right. to work it into the middle. Max Morell was held was had a pretty quiet game, but you know they weren't totally successful in limiting Salas because he still had 18, including a pair of highlight reel dunks.
1: Right, and that's you know what he, what he's gonna do. That was a yes. packed gym. Oh yeah. Um, and and I look at that that's. Based on last year's uh, district final game and the last-second shot by Carl Brown, that was mm-hmm. a revenge, ri- turning into a little bit of a rivalry, which is yeah. weird because they're not. Um, <laughs> M- Miller North clearly, obviously, is talented. And that matchup, like we talked about last week before that game, is extremely difficult you yes. know, for Westside just based on size alone. So yeah. um, not a huge surprise Miller North got that done.
0: No, Jason Green, St. Thomas were able to do pretty much whatever they wanted to inside. side. Right. Um, so you've kind of seen for Millard North, they're kind of trying to solve that formula and they were successful against a smaller team. Um, and one other note we should add about Hunter Salas today, rivals released their new top Mm -hmm. 150. Hunter Salas, the first five star prospect in in Nebraska 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 history in the online ranking since like
1: 2003. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's also the 20th prospect in the nation.
1: Right. Overall 20. Yeah. Top 25 kid. And, um, I I think probably on this show and multiple times I've said he's probably a top twenty-five guy when it's mm-hmm. all said and done, and he's already at twenty right now. We'll see if he that can continue to grow or stay in that kind of ballpark. The one thing they do have him listed as a point guard. I, yeah, there's no. I mean, I I don't see that being. He, he plays more I mean, like a shooting guard. Yeah, he's forward. a wing. Yeah. every time I describe him, it's a wing, and um, maybe they're doing that because you know when you lump him in the other point guards in the class. In, in, overall in the country, there's you know not as much depth there, so maybe that raises his profile a little bit. Yeah. That's probably why I'm guessing they do that. But um, he's he's for sure not a point guard.
0: Speaking of point guards, we should as well give a shout out to Chucky e. Hepburn, who's mm-hmm. still in the top 150. Right. Their latest update, he was 129 and the mm-hmm. 27th overall point
1: guard. Right. And in the 2020 class, you have three guys. You have Max Merle is 96th, I think 96, 99. Um, and then uh, Donovan Williams is in there and I'm missing somebody else maybe there's just those two that are in that class so yeah. Well,
0: do well, you think, and before we talk about the Prep Classic, let's take a minute and for a message from our sponsor, MD West 1. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West 1 Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwest1.com or call 402-390-4111. Thanks again to MD West 1. You can find them at mdwest1.com. We cleared it up over our break. It was only two in the senior class 2020, mm-hmm. uh, Donovan Williams and, and Max Murrow. Yeah. All right. You were at the Prep Classic, mm-hmm. Sokol Arena, all day.
1: Yeah, literally um, all day. Well, I left and came back, but um, all day. <laughs> so Wahoo Newman, Wahoo Newman had a really nice win. They They actually hit shots and stuff like that, which is funny their coach and I, they, I saw him play uh, against Bennington. They couldn't throw it in the ocean. And uh, he said, I was bad luck. So after they won and won by a lot, I, Mike, um, Coach Weiss, I went over to him and I said, oh, it must have been good luck today. So um, they, they had a nice win. West Westside uh, had a, a good win over a decent Sioux City East team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that girls game was West Side and Papillion La Vista, two, t- two of the top 10 teams for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Boys Town uh, finished the night. That game started at ten twenty-two, Um and it was scheduled to start at 10, and they beat Spencer, Iowa. Uh, Trainer, Iowa, actually, is really good. They, they impressed me a lot, too, and have some good athletes. I think they only have one win right now. Uh, one loss, sorry. <laughs> um, a little different. Uh, so they only have that one loss. They're pretty good, too. So uh, it was a good day.
0: Yeah. Good day, basketball. And we also have a good week of basketball ahead. Let's talk that before we talk about some of your recruiting notes. A um, couple games Friday night on the boys' side, Omaha Central, who mm. you just saw last night, and they're playing at Omaha Creighton Prep.
1: Yeah, it's a, a rivalry game for sure. Uh, interesting. It'll go a long way. If Prep can get that done, it would go a long way in wild card points and stuff like that, I think. And just some confidence after losing to Bellevue West last week.
0: And then also on Friday, a few boy girl boys and girls doubleheaders to watch. Omaha Westside at Miller West.
1: Right. Um, that girls game is probably a little more intriguing, I'd say, at this point in the season, but, yeah.
0: Beatrice at Omaha Scut.
1: Yeah, Beatrice uh, lost to Scut in the River City tournament last Thursday. Um, they lost to him in the first round, and it was at Scutt. So basically it's a rematch of a game played a week ago where Scutt ended up pulling away it was close but they ended up pulling away um I think they won by about eight ten something like that If I remember
0: and then we talked about the girls game earlier Millard South at Millard North also one to watch on the boys side. yeah uh
1: the girls game has a lot of intrigue one it's uh definitely a rivalry game no love Um, lost yeah no love lost game let's just call that I like to say that a lot so (laughs) um it's definitely one of those and you know Millard North um Defending state champs, Miller South's the team that everyone expects to be, you know, there this year. So um, pretty, pretty good game. I, I personally actually might go to that girls game and then run over to prep for the boys, that boys game. I don't know yet. And then
0: a tough weekend for Millard South continues. They're hosting Lincoln North Star on Saturday, both the boys and the girls.
1: Yeah, North Star, lost, you know, uh, took a loss at Grand Island last week. is a little bit surprising. Um, but, you know, Donovan Williams is there, and he's capable of going off for a bunch of points at any time. Millard South, probably their game plan, I would say, is uh, probably slow it down and, and uh, be interesting with the guards that Millard South has. They like to kind of get in, you know, uh, in people's kitchens, if you will, and, uh, and cause some havoc and like to talk a little bit and play a little physical. Um, interesting to see what they do with Donovan Williams there because that definitely could um, be be some fireworks I would say.
0: Can't take the heat stay out of the kitchen. Right. We've had a busy week including Kirk Ferentz in town yeah. and we could have some Nebraska coaches swinging through.
1: Yeah um, there are uh, geez this week has been crazy so it's the last week of the contact period for football um, and
0: which of course concludes with the second signing day on February 6th.
1: Yeah, so this contact period. But a lot of the contact period has been focused on 2021. So um, Saturday or the first is the last day. So that's what, Saturday? Um, yes. And he, so Kirk Ferentz was in town um, and basically checked out everybody. All these coaches have checked out everybody. You have a lot, all the regional FCS schools, but Iowa has been in town last Friday. Um, or last week, uh, Nebraska, Scott Frost was in town. Thomas Fedoni, like Lewis Central, that door just keeps swinging open with uh, college coaches. Jim Harbaugh was there on Monday. Um, Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Munkin was there. Uh, Ferentz stopped by there. Um, Tennessee was in today. Notre Dame uh, on Wednesday took their time traveling around the city to see a bunch of people, including Fedoni, Uh, A.J. Rollins at Prep, um, Keegan Johnson at Bellevue West. Uh, Top of my head, I'm missing some people, but yeah, a lot. So there's been a lot, and I think Nebraska is scheduled to make a trip back to uh, Lewis Central, which I'm guessing it'll be, again, traveling throughout the city um, uh, on
0: Thursday. For all the names that Sauter, off the top of his head, forgot, we have the full <laughs> list on com. It's impressive that he can get that much off of memory, folks. Um, oh,
1: Deshaun Woods. Deshaun Woods is a guy, 2022 lineman. He's a guy that for sure needs mention here because um, – From Omaha and, Central, yes, he picked up Omaha, a
0: Nebraska C- offer last
1: week. Nebraska offer last week, and then in one day he got a Missouri offer and an Iowa offer. That was when Ferentz was in town to uh, see him and then Notre Dame uh, was by there as well on Wednesday to check on Woods. So uh, he is 6'5", 280. Uh, the coolest thing about him was on Tuesday night at the uh, Bellevue West Central basketball game, he's in the student section cheering. It was Hawaiian night, he had a lay on, and then at halftime he goes over and acts like he's the, the band instructor, or I don't know what they're called, Um, but he's out there, like, orchestrating the band and just loving being a teenager. And that was so cool to me that in the same day he got two Power 5 offers, he's out there just having fun. Um, Well, I'd I'd have a fun day if I got two Power 5 offers. He was pretty excited when I talked to him, so, yeah. Well, follow
0: at O W H for full recruiting updates and game scores, anything you could possibly imagine. Until next time, thanks for listening.